Welcome to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, founder and president of the Wealthcare Investment Center. Each week, we discuss strategies to help you preserve, protect, and enhance your wealth because saving for retirement is just the beginning. We've developed an innovative approach to retirement wealth and tax management, powerful strategies to help you get the most from your nest egg and help you live the retirement you want and deserve. Have a question for the team? Connect with us at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Or call 888-888-5601. 888-888-5601. Get more retirement starts now. Hello and welcome to Get More Retirement. Along with Bruce Smith, I'm Cheryl White. Coming up on the show today, the new definition of wealth. And you don't want to miss this saving on taxes. Hello, Bruce. Good morning. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm absolutely wonderful. You know, the kids are out of school, grandkids are out of school, and boy, do they have a lot of questions. (laughs) So we're having a lot of fun. Yeah, they do. Hey, have you ever seen a movie called Fifth Element? Oh, Lord, how many times? I've only watched that. I know, I'm not joking. I've watched that over a hundred (laughs) times. Big Bruce Willis fan. Most of the people in that movie, I love that movie. Me too, bada boom, right? So (laughs) so in that movie, he was a flying taxi driver. So that brings me to my point because these things may actually be coming to our times. We may actually be soon riding in a flying taxi because Boeing just bought Whisk, a self-driving air taxi startup. Did you hear about that? Absolutely. I don't think the tech is quite there yet, but this was very interesting. This is a great article. Do you think it actually will work for commercial purposes? Will the sky, do you think, become too crowded? You know, the thing is, like, you still have to land it today in today's rules. You still have to land it at an airport. You can't just show up in a parking lot. You know, you don't take it over to Target. You know what I mean? (laughs) So there are rules. Here they're talking specifically about like non-piloted, you know, Mm -hmm. basically self-flying, self-driving air taxis. So, I mean, it's it's a lot of the, like the the drone themselves. I mean, the rules are such that you've got your separation depending on altitude and where they're flying. Like everything else though, you're going to find where the government is going to be putting regulations and saying, okay, you can fly these corridors. See, there's airways in the sky for how we fly when we're on instruments. They'll do the same thing down low, but there's an article that we don't have on the list today, but I just read this. I guess, you know, there's big news coming out of Apple. It's actually probably out about now. They're talking about a virtual headset that's coming from Apple. So they're they're kind of the late ones to the game, but they wanted to get it right. This thing's going to be like 3000 bucks. What I thought was interesting is it can be full virtual reality or you move something or do something, and it's augmented reality where it takes things in the real world and overlays digital information on it, you know? Wow. So almost like the Terminator when he would look at somebody yes. and like, okay, that's a dog. Okay, that's a, a computer and it has these chips in it or whatever. So the, the flying, the taxi is going to be kind of the same thing. I mean, it'll be pre-programmed. And, you know, we're looking at self-driving cars, you know, I, I mean, and we have we have uh, these taxis now in some of the bigger cities where, you know, they, they, they're run by Google. They're not, there's nobody in the taxi and, <laughs> and it gets you from A to B. Um, so, I mean, the tech is moving. The problem is that tech is moving faster than the regulations can move. And that's where I think you're going to see a bottleneck with this mm-hmm. one is really going to be the government, the FAA, the insurance companies and saying, okay, how do we do this? You know, we, we've got the tech that'll do it. But so it'll be a challenge, but it will be an opportunity for the right people. It'll have growing pains. You know, I mean, that's the nature of the beast. These are incredible times we live in. Indeed, and I can't wait for the flying taxi, I can tell you that. Yeah. I will be on board. If they have a first flight, I'm on it. Well, if I could. <laughs> I don't know if I'll go that far. Oh, I like, would. We, we, we talked about the lemon law and the technology of my new car. <laughs> okay, fine. And, and so, I mean, if it's something that's flying, it's like, eh. <laughs> Way to bring me back to reality. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Hey, Bruce, I want to talk to you today about forgotten retirement accounts. I was reading that there is over $1.3 billion in forgotten retirement accounts. Apparently, people leave their jobs, abandon their 401ks, or maybe they just forget all about them. And this is something that really impacts everyone. I don't care how much money you make now. You probably started off with a smaller job somewhere or two along the way. Mm -hmm. Those retirement accounts... You shouldn't just let those go, should you? I mean, that's your money. You know, it's amazing to me because we no longer manage 
401k accounts for companies, but we used to. And and it would amaze me how many times somebody would change jobs and literally fall off the planet where you couldn't, maybe they probably moved to another city or whatever, and you can't get a hold of them. You know, so here's their money. It's in an account. And, and we always had a fear of an account going dormant to where the, the government would say, oh, it's an abandoned account. We'll take the money. I think to this day, we still have a few accounts out there that we can't get a hold of the people. So <laughs> that's problem one. But people don't realize is what they don't know about opportunities with these accounts. So if you have an account that's at an old 401k, we're in increasingly volatile markets where there's people that th there's advanced things people want to do with their accounts or saying, hey, I want to protect those assets or I want this type of investment or I want to preserve the assets or, hey, you know, how do I build that portfolio that goes beyond the traditional just collection of mutual funds or stocks or bonds or what have you? And this is a great opportunity. So you can take that orphaned account out there and say, okay, I have a hundred grand sitting over there that I really don't even look at. You say, well, look, well, why don't we put that to build your new allocation with some of these new strategies for wealth protection or wealth preservation? Let's utilize that for that. Here's the one that nobody talks about is that a lot of people, not just the orphan accounts or the forgotten accounts, but they'll take an old 401k. And whenever they start that new job, what do, the majority of people take the old 401k and put it into the new 401k. Roll it over. Yeah, they roll it into the, into the plan. So we sit down with people and we basically do our opportunities menu and say, here's the things you can have in your retirement. And they're like, well, hey, I'd like to do that. I'd like to do that. But maybe they, they don't have any real free outside money. And they said, well, I'm not 59 and a half yet. So how would I facilitate this? I'm 55 or 53. You say, well, if you transferred money into a 401k, even though you're not 59 and a half, you always have the right in most cases to pull that money back out and put it in an IRA. And you can have the types of assets with wealth protection, wealth preservation, wealth enhancement strategies that you don't have available in the 401k. So there's a lot of flexibility and a lot of opportunity to improve or better design to your liking the portfolio and the goal for your retirement and not be limited to just the investment choices of the 401. So there's a lot of things. And that's something that you know we, we specialize with people. Basically, how to build that portfolio the way you want it, not the way somebody has told you they were going to do it. Well, you mentioned something a moment ago I'd like to go back to briefly. You talked about an abandoned retirement account and the government taking that money. Mm -hmm. When does that happen? It's different in different states. In Pennsylvania, I won't tell you that it is, remember, it's the government. <laughs> and, and if you're looking for consistency, yes, they have rules. There's just a lot of ways that that can be triggered. We had one, for example, which was really kind of a scary one. So this client had three different accounts. The one account was almost a million dollars. This is back when the, the local postal service changed addresses for everybody. You know, so you went from being this address to like, like from rural route to an actual street and number address. Well, his one account, for whatever reason, the address never got changed and things were being sent out and being returned to the investment company. Well, they're obligated to notify the state that this is a basically a dormant issue because they're getting mail returned. And he was not you know, proactive and he didn't really pay any attention to it. And the account was actually tagged to go to the state. <laughs> you know? wow. So you can have the same thing can happen with a variety of different accounts that are out there. And what happens with these state, which is called unclaimed property. So let's say you had uh, 20 shares of Microsoft and 20 shares of Apple in your account. And for some reason, it went for, to be an orphan account. So when it goes to the state, they sell whatever's in that account. They sell it out and just turn it into cash. And then it goes into unclaimed property. And then, of course, you know, your name appears in a newspaper or a website or what have you. And you file and say, hey, I'm alive and that's my money and that's my account. And you get it back, but you don't get the holdings back. So whatever mm -hmm. growth would have occurred over that time period, they don't hold on to it and say, well, you know, we'll, we'll keep it, you know, the way it was. No, they, they turn everything they can into cash. So, I mean, there's a lot of things. This is, you see, you've got to stay up to date on your accounts, but it, it more so is knowing what opportunities you have available with those accounts to make them a best fit for what it is you're trying to accomplish for your current and future financial goals. 
along with the tax planning. So all of this stuff ties together. But it's a very important topic and something that we hear all the time. It's like, well, you know, yeah, I, I still have that 401k from when I worked over there five years ago. I left there. Ten years ago, I left there. And I say, well, why don't, you know, why haven't you? Well, I don't know what I have to do to get it. And I don't really have time. Listen, it, it's a great investment of your time to you know be on top of that and make sure that you're accounting for all of your shekels. That's right. And Bruce can help you do that. And you can visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Or you can call 888-888-5601. On the way, saving on taxes, future taxes, why time is running out. Get more retirement with Bruce Smith. We'll be right back. What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? Your financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio. At the Wealth Care Investment Center, a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher-level planning and management strategies for your wealth. Our proven strategies could help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a consistent plan for income. We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a second opinion to help you manage your wealth just like you manage your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the WealthCare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Back now with Get More Retirement and Bruce Smith. And Bruce, I want to talk about taxes right now. I mean, saving on taxes just makes sense, right? But is it possible to save on future taxes, but do that now? CNBC says we're in the window of low taxes for retirement plan withdrawals. My question is, how can we use that to save on lifetime taxes? You bring a very interesting term to the show by saying lifetime taxes. And it's the right phrase. It's the right topic. When you say tax planning or tax strategy or tax anything, people tend to think of, I have a tax preparer. I have a CPA. I have somebody who does my returns. And even if you go to them and say, hey, what should I be doing with my IRAs tax-wise? And they're going to give you opinions. And I have to be very candid and honest and full disclosure. I used to give those same opinions, you know, like, you know, we all signed up for the same program. We all said, hey, put your money in your retirement account, pay taxes later. Why do you pay taxes? Because you're going to let all that money accumulate and you're going to be in a lower tax bracket when you retire. You're not going to need as much income to live on after you retire. This is why you're going to pay so much less in taxes. And we have not only subscribed to that, but we've just, again, kind of like we talked in the last segment, we forgot about the old 401ks. We forgot about our current 401k. We forgot about our current IRAs. And nobody has ever said, you know what? What is that tax bill look like? over my lifetime. So instead of retirement planning, think of mm-hmm. it as retirement unemployment planning. Mm-hmm. And it raises the bar to a whole higher level because it's like this money has to last you the rest of your life. If you say I'm having a retirement party because I'm retiring next week, if they put up the sign you know, going into the venue and it said retirement unemployment party for Cheryl, you know, <laughs> guess what? All of a sudden, everybody that walked in there to stop and go, wow, because it's a lifetime of unemployment. So when you talk about the tax burden, what are the unknowns that you're facing? Well, one of them is what are the taxes going? How much of this will the government be getting of my hard-earned nest egg? And if you ask people that, if you ask an advisor that, they'll come back with the standard industry reply, which is we don't provide tax advice. But then the second one is a warning. It says, but seek competent professional advice before making any transactions. And, you know, this is without a doubt the greatest opportunity for people who want to maximize that nest egg, maximize their wealth during their lifetime. And that is knowing what that tax bill looks like 
and then finding a way to manage those retirement taxes to where it's a long-term strategy, but every year, you know, we're looking at the current tax laws, we're going to look at opportunities. Taxes are on sale. I mean, basically, mm-hmm. you know, there's a countdown timer that's clicking off till the end of 2025 when the Trump tax cuts will sunset. And when they sunset, with no action on the part of the government or the part of Congress or anybody, tax rates will revert back to the higher level that they were at prior to the institution of the Trump tax cuts. So, you know, if you know that's what's going to happen, we do our forward-looking tax assessment and say, okay, here's what your taxes look like over your lifetime. And then we say, now, what if we apply everything that's available in the tax code that makes sense for you? The same way that Bill Gates would do with his team, the same way that Bezos' team would do, the same thing that Elon Musk's team would do, is say, here's the tax code. And, and the beauty of the tax code is it's for all Americans. It is not discriminatory. But people say, well, well where do I go to get this? Well, it's a unique skill set. It's a unique set of tools. It's a unique system that allows us to do that forward-looking. I built the algorithm that's in there. I mean, that's the engineer in me. And most people don't have it, don't know how to do it. That's not their specialty. It was never our plan to make that our specialty, but that probably is the big shiny diamond cornerstone of wealth care is that we know how much increased value you get to keep more of your money. You get to grow your money and keep more of the growth during your lifetime and ensure that a bigger chunk of that money flows to your family heirs and less to that unlisted heir known as Uncle Sam. Mm -hmm. So this is without a doubt the greatest opportunity. Like I say, we talked, I think, last week on the show, and we have a case study that we use. We have a a case study family where they have a million dollars total between the husband and wife and their 401k. And without any tax planning, basically, it's like, here's how much income we need. Here's how much Social Security is going to pay us. Here's how much we need to make up the difference. And that works great out to age 73. But then Uncle Sam says, oh, you you have this million dollars plus that you've never paid tax on. I want to be fed. I want to have Mm -hmm. my tax money. So I'm going to make you take X percent out every year and increase that percentage each year. And so now you have forced income, forced distributions. So the tax that you're paying taxes on money that you didn't need for income, it may bump you into a higher tax category for Social Security. It could bump up your Medicare cost. So we look at all of these things and say, okay, that's if you don't take any action, have no management. Here, they're talking about the current tax rates being lower now, but we're looking at, you know, what are all the things that we can do? And in the case of the boomers, we, you know, I think we, we showed that this is our clean sheet of paper. This is what they wanted from our menu of opportunities of all the things they could have as part of their retirement, many of the things they've never seen or heard of. So we build the plan accordingly. And then we say, you know, are any of these things things you're not currently doing? And what's the value that you're not getting by having those opportunities? Well, in the case of the boomer, it's like, you know, the investment portfolio management, the difference at age 90 was an additional 300 and some thousand dollars, mm-hmm. you know. And that's pretty much where the conversation stops. If you're interviewing a new advisor, thinking of switching advisors, looking at a robo-advisor, thinking about doing whatever, that's a big number. I mean, if you could have $300,000 more money over your retirement lifetime, you'd like that, right? Yeah, I, I would. But then the tax management side added an additional million five, mm. a million five. So mm-hmm. basically 500%, five times greater value was provided by having a tax management strategy over their lifetime than what the investment changing value of the portfolio. So that's how powerful this is. This is why it's so important. And the majority of people today, if we've gone long enough now, then most baby boomers are in a position now where A, they don't have a pension. B, if they had a pension option, companies are saying, we're going to give you a lump sum instead of a pension because they want to divorce the responsibility of, of dealing with you once you're unemployed. They've amassed a bunch of money in, in IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, their workplace retirement, and maybe supplemental plans they've put together, but they've not paid the tax on this money. So they have that government loan sitting out there saying, you know, okay, pay me later. Well, here's how much you owe the government. It's a debt. It's a loan. So here they're talking about lower rates. We're going much, much deeper into mm-hmm. it and able to actually do a valid projection. Here's your retirement lifetime taxes. We just did one for a client last week. I think their retirement lifetime taxes plus what their kids would pay on their retirement when they inherited it, it was somewhere around a million five, a million six. 
And with our retirement tax management strategy for enhancing their wealth over their lifetime, they would have paid Uncle Sam off totally by the time they were 74. And at that point, they would keep 100% of the growth on their money. They would not share with Uncle Sam. They would get all their Social Security with no taxes. They would have eliminated any requirements for required distributions because none of it was subject to that. And from that age, 74 on, if a spouse died, the remaining spouse had access to that money tax-free and could still grow it tax-free. And when they died, it would pass 100% income tax-free to their kids (laughs) who could grow it for 10 more years under current tax law without paying any taxes and take the money out with no tax liability. And we reduced the bill down to about 600 grand lifetime to do all of that. So you got a lower tax bill, but you got all of the additional benefits, which is what created a lot of increased wealth because you're now in control of your money. You're now getting the benefit for you and your family as opposed to Uncle Sam. Quick question. I need a quick answer. But why is it that we tend to think that our tax burden will go down after retirement? Because we were always told that. Again, nobody has run the numbers. It used to be that your tax burden went down because, first of all, you didn't have this giant mass of, of money you'd never paid tax on. So that's where that was a tipping point. And the second one was, you know, the old adage, well, when you retire, you know, you're not going to need to fill up the car every week to drive to work. You're not going to have all these other expenses. You know, you're, you're going to be able to kick back and relax and, and you're not going to have to pay near as much for things because you're not as active. And, and well, that sounds great. But then we had this crazy little thing happen recently called inflation. And then we had this crazy little thing where we dropped all the money we spent for COVID. Well, there's going to be higher taxes from that. So, you know, what we were promised, and we assumed that dangerous word all of our lifetime, retirees are finding out. And I asked them, I don't tell them. I, I said, do you think you're going to spend less money in retirement? No, because everything costs more. Okay. Do you think you're going to pay less taxes in retirement? No, because they keep raising taxes and, and it's just, you know, it's really very costly. It's like, yeah. And what about health care? So it's just, you've got to do what you can do to get the maximum value, squeeze the most juice out of that nest egg That's to benefit right. you and your family. That, and this is one of the very big keys and opportunities that most people are in. Basically, just like we talked in the last segment about forgotten 401ks, guess what? This is like unclaimed property. If you don't claim these tax benefits for yourself, they just go into the wind. Well, don't miss out on your opportunity. If you've saved $500,000 or more, give Bruce and his team at WealthCare a call right now, 888-888-5601. Now, Bruce is so confident that he can provide you with powerful and really innovative options and strategies that he will waive his usual planning fee, but you need to call now. That number is 888-888-5601 or visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. On the way, getting you around the retirement hazard zone as Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith continues. Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the WealthCare Investment Center. At WealthCare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial market, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level of planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the WealthCare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. This is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, founder and president of WealthCare Investment Center. I'm Cheryl White, and there's so much more to talk about in the show today, starting with 
inflation. Apparently, Bruce, many of us are not convinced that inflation is under control. In fact, according to a monthly consumer sentiment study, 78% of Americans think inflation will actually increase over the summer. And the study also found that 68% of people say that the U.S. economy will actually get worse rather than better. How much do you think consumer confidence impacts the economy? Well, economies are driven by supply and demand. That will never change. But what's very dangerous is you look at trends, and there's no question we've seen the biggest jumps in inflation that I can recall in my lifetime. I mean, I can even go back to the gas wars back in the day, but this is worse. And so when people are expecting it, for example, we've seen where OPEC is talking about, you know, they're cutting their production. That'll raise the price of gasoline and and diesel and all the things we need from the petroleum end of the world. And I can't help but think that part of that is because, you know, they're saying, well, they expect inflation, they expect higher prices, and if we can get a higher price for our product, then that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And that transmits across so many areas. For example, you know, there's another sub-level of psychology happening here still, is that you know, we all went through two years of house arrest with nice furniture with COVID, you know? <laughs> and true. I think a lot of us resigned ourselves to a new reality of saying, you know what, by golly, I'm going to live my life. I want to go enjoy myself. For example, if I'm renting beach houses, if I have rental properties and I'm renting out for people that they come to the beach and they're expecting higher prices, you know, I'm going to raise the price of that property till people stop renting from me. And so, and if they're expecting it, they won't hesitate to reach deeper into their pocket, their checkbook, their credit cards, their retirement accounts, what have you, to facilitate that which they want because they've already in their mind said, well, I knew this was going to cost me more money. (laughs) I knew this was going to happen. It's a vicious, (laughs) ugly cycle. Now, the cycle will break eventually, and you'll get to where people finally either, A, can't afford it, and we are seeing uh, large defaults. You know, we're seeing increased defaults in the credit side. We're seeing increased usage of consumer credit. This was in the Wall Street Journal, I think about a month ago. Harley-Davidson, first quarter, took off a $54 million loss and their Harley credit division. And Harley's known, if you've got a 500 credit score, you can buy a Harley. So they financed anybody. But the interesting part of that article wasn't the the dollar amount. It's that there are not enough repo people and companies in America today to go get all the Harleys that are in default on their loans. Now, that's a very, very scary observation when you think about it. Yes. So basically, people charge and and do what have you, but what's the other side of this thing look like? But no, people are expecting higher prices, and inflation has been real, significantly real. It's not going to reverse itself anytime soon. We've seen a pause from the Fed, but it's not the end of the game. So there's a lot of things that are moving along, but make no mistake is that, you know, when you talk about retirement, you've got to base your retirement security on projections. And we're going to talk about that some more in the show today. But, you know, when you start talking about inflation and higher prices, that means you're going to burn down your nest egg faster for that same lifestyle that you were expecting and planned for maybe two, three, four years ago. And people said, hey, you're going to be financially secure. You're okay. You're fine. Do not rest on the laurels of those assumptions because you've got to revisit them and get accurate data. Yes, and I think we've become somewhat skeptical, maybe even more so than before, of what we're being told. You know, the inflation is cooling, but apparently we're not buying that just yet. So we're still saying, I don't know, I think it's going to go up over the summer or... I think things are going to get worse before they get better. And maybe that's just a normal way to think. But I also think that that actually influences, as you say, what actually does happen. Right. And the the old adage in the computer world or software world has always been garbage in means garbage out. Mm -hmm. You know, the better data you have, the better that you're able to look into the future or look down the road. And there's a fatal flaw that is built into almost every retirement plan or planning scenario in America. There is no perfect solution. It doesn't exist. But the, the one flaw that's built into almost every plan is, you know, when they say about stress testing, they're, using a, they're saying, okay, so we're assuming a 5.7% rate of return, 6%, whatever it is. 
the plan is built that every single year, that's the return that that portfolio gets. And the fact of the matter is, is that you don't invest that way. You have years that you have have feast and you have years that you have famine, Mm -hmm. you know, so you have variable rates of return. And we have run this because this is the failure point of most retirement plans is, you know, when you look at that average return, it may look great. And you say, okay, what about actual market returns? If we go back 20, 25 years, and, you know, what would that same plan have looked like with that series of returns? It's the same average, but it's that variable, some years I win, some years I lose. And you find that they end up with less money at the end of the projection. Now, if we flip those numbers and say, let's run them in reverse from 2023 back to 1999. So we run it a couple of different ways as part of our stress testing, but invariably we almost always find that those projections when using the variable numbers, even when you flip them, they end up being less than what those projections were for the average rate of return. So if somebody said you've got financial security because of this average rate of return, the markets have not performed sufficiently to achieve those numbers in most cases. So you've got this shrinkage, this damaging erosion of your nest egg. And and there's so many pieces that you're not going to fail in retirement due to one thing. It's not going to be because the market crashed in a Mm. given year or how much you spent and you bought that extra, you know, thing for your boat or whatever it might be. It's going to be a series of little cuts, little things that are silently draining that nest egg to the point it becomes a critical factor. Well, I want to take that a step farther right now because there's something called the retirement hazard zone. It, it, Kiplinger mm-hmm. says it has to do with the decisions you make with your money starting at 59 and a half. If you make some bad decisions, could your retirement be in jeopardy? And why is 59 and a half that critical time? The average retirement in America today, I think, is hovering around 62 and change years. So 59 puts you in that three to five years before you actually retire, typically. And this is kind of the the focus zone. This is the place where you need to really be paying attention to what's going on with your money. What Kiplinger is talking about is if you have either massive expenditures early on in your retirement or massive market losses early on, or God forbid, you have massive market losses and still make massive expenditures, you basically create a problem for your longevity of your nest egg, which in most cases is irreparable. You cannot get that money back. You can't earn enough money back to replace the hole that you just dug. And that's what people don't think about. You know, one of the things we see quite often, and it's the nature of retirement, is some people say, for example, well, hey, when I retire, I'm going to golf a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that's fine. Maybe you bought a new set of golf clubs. In most cases, I won't say, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Sometimes it can be very expensive. But then you get people that instead that say, well, I'm going to buy a $100,000 RV or $200,000 RV out of my retirement nest egg. That's a big hit. Okay. Or I'm going to go buy this vacation home. I, I planned for that. That's what I wanted. That's what I'm going to do. And maybe the numbers look okay or make sense if that's all that happens. But if you buy that vacation home or that RV, then you find yourself with the market dropping 10 or 20%, you lose a couple hundred grand due to the market. Now, all of a sudden, you've got a massive hole that you will not recover from. So they're correct in that, you know, you want to get a start five years, even up to 10 years before you retire get solid understanding, solid projections, stress test. You know, if you're looking, say, I want to buy that RV, what does it look like if I buy that RV and the market drops 20%? And then how does that affect me long-term? And if you're not asking these questions, then you may find yourself living through the event and suffering throughout your retirement lifestyle. We've seen people do it with the RV and then they want to get rid of the RV and they find that it's only worth 50 cents on the dollar, 60 cents on the dollar of what they paid for it. So a financial understanding, running the numbers, again, what will higher taxes do down the road? You see how mm-hmm. you see how it's just like all these little minions are there chipping away at that retirement nest egg and retirement financial assets are totally different. All the years that you worked, you invested. And the only moving parts you had was you're contributing. Your employer may have been contributing. The market was going up and down. And that was the net value of your account. Those were the only moving pieces for 
20, 30, 40 years of your working lifetime. When you retire, you totally change the game. You're not contributing, so the ability to ride the bumps went away because you're not adding to the pile. Your employer is not adding to the pile. Uncle Sam wasn't taking anything out of your pile all those years you were working. Now you find yourself reaching into that pile of cash and pulling money you need for your lifestyle. In order to get that money, you've got to pay Uncle Sam his share for every dollar you took out. So that's an increased expense that doesn't provide any real benefit to you. And then you have the expense of down markets. You have the expense of unforeseen expenses, the expense of health care, the expense of so many things. And if you have an up year in the market, it's always going to be what I made less what I took out. So you don't have as high a return in a loss year. If the market's down 15%, you suffer those same losses you did during all those working years. But then you have also the loss of what you took for your lifestyle. I have so yeah. many questions right now, but we yeah. must take a break at this point. But we have a lot more to come today. For example, women live longer than men on average. So, Bruce, should we be thinking differently about retirement? And by we, I say women. We'll talk more about that coming up as Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith continues. Don't go away. You've been planning for your retirement for some time, but now you are watching the economy and financial markets destroy your plan. If your path to retirement or through retirement is in question, it's time for a second opinion. At the WealthCare Investment Center, we can help you elevate your planning to weather financial storms today and into the future. We know you don't want to postpone retirement or run out of money during retirement. So now is the best time to talk with an elite wealth strategist. Let us show you how our higher level of planning and management could help you protect and grow your wealth during volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for a sustainable retirement income. Let us help you get your planning back on track and moving in the right direction. Now is the right time to upgrade your plan. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care Team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. We're back now with more Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. I'm Cheryl White. You know, Bruce, on average, we women live longer than you guys do. But the latest numbers from the CDC say that the gap between the sexes is getting bigger. Women now live to 79.1 years on average. Men, six years less, 73.2. When I saw that, it occurred to me that maybe financial planning needs to be somewhat different for women than for men. Am I on the right track or no? Is it the same? Well, number one, it's about involvement. This is something I am very, 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 very passionate about because we've seen it. I've had so many clients and over the years, we're men, we typically die sooner. And, and we have a number of widows that we deal with because the, the man is no longer here. And the one thing which is, I think, almost an automatic prescription for failure is whenever it's like the man says, well, I'm taking care of this and she has no interest in this. You know, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a woman out there and you're listening to this broadcast, you need to get involved. Listen, I understand your concern. Like, I've never, Bruce, I've never been involved with that. I never really cared about it. It's not my thing. I don't really like it. You know, that's great. But listen to what Cheryl just said. Men are living six years less than the ladies. And the man, quite frankly, because we don't know what we don't know. And the man's like, well, I have a list of where all of our investments are. And if something happens, she knows where to find that list. Well, okay, that's great. That's like saying the car is parked in the garage. That's where the car is. That doesn't mean you know how to drive yeah, the there's car, an owner's maintain manual. the car, insure the car. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, there's a lot of yeah. things going to it. So the, some of the things we do very well is, is we take the complex 
and we make it simple. I had an appointment a couple weeks ago with a great, wonderful gentleman and his wife, met the wife for the first time, and he alluded to the appointment. He said, you know, I'll come down and we'll do all that. I said, no. I said, your wife needs to be there. Like, no, no, she has no I said, it's not optional. She needs to be there. And he was very upfront. He said, look, he said, here's the thing. He said, she doesn't trust any financial people. She doesn't even know why we need an advisor. Okay. I said, that's fair. And I said, and we need to bring that out into the open and have that discussion. And you could tell, you know, when she came in, she, there was trepidation there, like, well, you know. And I said, look, I'm going to lay the cards on the table. I said, you don't want to be here, number one. Number two, you don't trust financial people, and that's okay. And I found out she had a banking background, and she had seen things going on in the bank that she didn't like. And I said, well, I want you to be involved in this, and here's why. I said, what if he has a stroke? Not a death, but he has a stroke. Now, if he cannot communicate, you are now responsible for the tax return, the insurance premiums, the cars. You know, everything, all the finances, the retirement accounts, it's all on your shoulders. And I said, so if we can get you involved and have this conversation, and here's how the process works, you know, I want to keep it simple enough that I can bring you into that. And I said, before the end of this appointment, I'm going to ask you if you can do that. I said, I have to do my job to do that. And that is so very important because too often, if the man does die on schedule, they may go to the advisor and, and the, the surviving spouse says, hey, you know, what do we do now? Well, sometimes they, they change everything. Or she may say, well, he was a risk taker, I'm not. And unfortunately, and I'm sad to say this, but I'm being honest, it's a sales opportunity from so many people mm. in this industry. Or they'll go, I never liked that advisor. I'm going to go get my own advisor. And you're like starting over from scratch, and it can be very, very costly. It's so much better to find a place that you are comfortable having that conversation, that they're going to keep it simple. We don't do advanced financial terms. We don't do alphas and betas and standard deviation. We can, we're fluid in that. We could talk about that. And that's how you close up somebody very quickly. We talk about the pile of cash. We talk in dollars and cents. You have how many dollars and cents? You need how many dollars and cents? It's going to grow how many dollars and cents? You lose how many dollars and cents? Our fees are how many dollars and cents? And when I say that, I find women say, I run the checkbook. I understand dollars and cents. That's all we're ever going to talk about. And you've got to do that because you've got this person, you've gone through life. I mean, Monica has put up with me. God bless her. This month will be our 42nd anniversary. I don't know how any woman on this planet has put up with me <laughs> Congratulations, and all the craziness by the way. <laughs> that is me, you know. But the thing is, she understands. She She's plugged into everything. She didn't want to be, but she is. And she's like, yeah, this isn't that tough. It's really not that complicated. If you eliminate people trying to impress you with their knowledge, and sadly, too many people in the financial industry do that, we're very real with people. This is your money. Let's keep it simple, but let's be proactive. And I have not yet found that wife, that spouse, or that significant other that says, I don't think we should try to get the most out of our money. <laughs> I want to pay more taxes. I want to take more risk. I want to get lower returns. I want to lose more when the markets. I haven't found that person yet. And now we have had where when they do finally come into the conversation and they weigh in, you would be amazed how many times the husband said, I didn't know you felt that way. Mm -hmm. I never knew. Well, let's do this together. And that is one of the most exciting things that we get to see. Now, sometimes it can get a little boiling. You know, it can get a little hot. And this is our answer, and I'll put it out over the air. You know, as I said, we have many professional licenses here at Wealthcare. Marriage counseling is not one of them. <laughs> but maybe it should be. <laughs> no, no, not going there. But, you but, know, I think it is the greatest gift that you can give each other in a couple is to establish this framework that you're talking about. Losing a spouse is life-changing in a way that you cannot even explain. Having someone, a financial advisor, a wealth planner, a wealth manager that you trust, I think is key to getting through that time. Well, you said something very important to me a couple weeks ago, and I think you should share it with people, you know, is that you were listening to one of my earlier shows, and you've heard me talk about things about what happens, you know, after the loss of a spouse, and you're in that position. What, you know, I, what did you see? Well, I, I did lose my spouse almost two years ago now, and he had only halfway prepared. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so in a time of great grief, I'm trying to figure out what he had and had not done, what he had and didn't have. And was I a beneficiary? Was I not? 
it was a very confusing time and not the time that I should have been dealing with that. So I think the greatest gift he could have given me was to have taken care of that and been involved with me about that. I thought your quote on basically what doesn't get cut in half when you lose like one of the social securities. Oh, that was amazing when you shared that with me. Well, you know, when a spouse dies, it's automatically assumed that things get cut in half. Do they? No, they don't. Your mortgage, if you have one, does not get cut in half. Your utilities do not get cut in half. Your car payment's not cut in half. And yet, if your social security check gets cut in half, then you're dealing with that. That's what's so important. That's the one thing, you know, as we talk about things on this show, this is not stuff off of a sheet of paper or we read it in a book. I've been doing this 36 years. I don't know where it went. I really don't know where that went. But I think I have one of the greatest jobs in the world because we see a tangible difference in people's lives. I'm honored to be part of that. That's so, It's so amazing and so powerful, but so rewarding for us. I have a dream job, I think. But what's neat is that people, they know what they want, but a lot of times they don't even know what question to ask. It's almost like a foreign language. That's right. You know, in the case of a surviving spouse, it's not just that one of the social securities goes away. But now when you go to replace that income, you go where? To the retirement account to mm-hmm. draw a little more money. When you draw more money, you got to pay more taxes. Oh, wait a second. You're now a single taxpayer. So you have to pay a bigger share, a bigger yes. chunk of that payment that you drew out of the retirement account. You're taking more than you were before. This is a recipe for disaster. So I've got to take more. Oh, wait, I've got to take even more because my tax bill is bigger and I'm doing all of this, only one Social Security income instead of two. This is why it is so paramount to get in front of the problem, to understand, to have a serious conversation of what we call the widow tax trap. You know, widows go broke because they were never given an alternative. We talked about starting your retirement planning earlier at 57, 59 and a half before you actually retire so you don't make the mistakes. The same thing holds true for a surviving spouse, whether it's going to be the man or the woman. Once you're no longer married, the Social Security dries up from the lower Social Security disappears and a higher tax bracket ensues automatically. Then you want to be prepared in advance. That's the key. It's what we provide at WealthCare in our wealth management system. I'm going to give you the number to call right now because I, like Bruce, think this is one of the most important things you can do. The number is 888-888-5601. There is a lot that you need to know. And sometimes you don't know what you don't know, but Bruce can fill you in. So visit us online at wealthcare.com, wealthcare.com, or again, call 888-888-5601. So Bruce, I love this next story. I'm so excited about it. There are lighthouses that are being auctioned. This is a regular thing by the government because lighthouses, of course, are not being used anymore for navigation. And we have so many along the coastlines. So you could get one, Bruce Smith. You could have your own lighthouse. I would love that. (laughs) I don't know that my wife would, but I I personally would love that. Well, it's real estate. So does that count as diversification? Could we (laughs) we just slip that in as, you know, this is an important investment. But anyway, they're auctioning off at least four. Some of them they are actually giving away, Bruce, because they're in such poor repair. But this is a piece of American history. On top of everything else, just the cool factor. It's part of America. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, and there's just so many cool things like, you know, when we go on vacation, if we're physically at the beach and I can actually see the ocean, we like to go to Sandbridge, which is south of Virginia Beach. And there's a lot of shipping channels there and people don't realize this. So I have a set of those big eye binoculars I set up on the deck, but there's an app. There's always an app. (laughs) There's an app (laughs) called Marine Traffic. And if you ever see this thing, it tracks every ship around the world. I mean, I can go in right now and tell you the name of the ships and what they look like, show you pictures of what's in the Suez Canal. I can show you who's in harbor in Hong Kong. When I look out and I see that ship, I can say, oh, here it is right here. And here's where it came from. Here's where it's going. Here's how fast it is. I can do all that from my phone. 
I mean, I show our vacationing guests, you know, whoever's traveling with us, and they're like, Bruce, how do you find this stuff? I just think it's great. A lighthouse? Oh, my God. That would just be because the lighthouse is obviously near shipping lanes, so you're going to see a little bit of everything. I just I mean, they're a great part of history. I mean, the lighthouse keeper. Now, remember, they live there year-round, mm-hmm. and they... Why is it a lighthouse? Because, you know, typically weather gets bad and they want to notify the ships. Ladies and gentlemen, all the ships to see, here's what's going on. So exactly. I think it's really neat. But, of course, like everything else, I think it'd be a great VRBO. I think I think there's my, my one sister is, is a huge lighthouse fan. She has a whole diary of all the lighthouses she has visited. I think that'd be a killer VRBO. I, I think it'd be awesome. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a passion. It's a neat thing. But if you have nothing else planned for your retirement, that might be a cool fixer-upper, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like the way you think, Bruce Smith. Hey, and we want to thank you for joining us today for Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. If you want a higher level of planning and management of your retirement wealth for your full retirement lifetime, reach out to WealthCare by calling 888-888-5601 right now. And as always, you can visit us online at WealthCare.com. That's Wealth, K-A-R-E.com. Talk with you next week, Bruce Smith. Yeah, and you have a good one. Everybody out there, be safe and enjoy your summer. Talk to you in a week. Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the WealthCare Investment Center. At WealthCare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial markets, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Advisory services offered through the WealthCare Investment Center, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance products and services offered through American Assets Financial Corp. and RIA Wealth Solutions LNC. The information contained in the material provided is for informational purposes only, and no statement contained here should constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our program content is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. You should seek advice on legal and tax questions from an independent attorney or tax advisor. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio program is sponsored by the WealthCare Investment Center.